Logan. And I'm Lindsay Loham. Okay. <laughs> we had this discussion last week. If we're going to get new listeners, we need to introduce ourselves properly. You think people don't want to hear Lindsay Loham. All right. A little context. I did read an article from like 2004 that entirely referred to Lindsay Lohan as Lindsay Loham. Every single time, multiple times, not one correct use. <laughs> they were talking about me, not Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> okay, me. well, that's also not you. Uh, your name is Alyssa. You're the co-host of Marketer's Cut, a podcast. Uh, no, I'm the host. You're like my sidekick. Well, I'm the co-host, too. We're both co-hosts. No, I'm the host. You're the sidekick. I'm, okay, you're the main host of Marketer's <laughs> Cut, a podcast about movie marketing and maybe bad movie marketing. Um, we talk about a newer release and an older release, both relative terms every week. And um, normally there's something that kind of uh, connects the two in some thematic or um, random way. Random. Yep. In our head, it makes sense. It doesn't need to make sense in your head as long as it makes sense in our head. <laughs> uh, so this week we are doing Freaky and Freaky Friday, which are very uh, heavily connected, I would say. Yes. Um, this is the 2003 Freaky Friday, not the, um, not the first adaptation that Disney made of the Mary Rogers book. Or the last yeah, There's also a 2018 <laughs> one, which I was really trying to get Alyssa to do, but, um, no, we did the 2003 one. And, uh, and yeah, are you ready to hop right in to this deep pool of thoughts and facts? And I'm ready to switch bodies with you and start this podcast. Okay. Are you, should we should switch bodies. Okay, but that's half. that's a lot to like think through as we're talking. No. And I don't have the mental capacity as it is to do the podcast <laughs> normally, so I can't do this. Okay, well, I'll switch bodies with, um, with maybe the dog. Okay. Don't, know. no, don't bark into the mic, please. <laughs> Just don't. We'll um, see. All right. So no promises. We're going to start talking about Freaky first. So Freaky came out. Uh, 2020, November of 2020. Yes. Oh. Freaky was directed by Christopher <laughs> Landon, um, who was also the director of Happy Death Day, Happy Death Day to You. Um, amazing title. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, he also was a writer on Paranormal Activity. I mean, he's he's done a lot in horror in the past uh, decade to, you know, Paranormal Activity came out a minute ago. So decade to two decades? Like a minute, yeah. I don't know how long ago. I don't know what day it is. Um, I'm a dog. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the synopsis from IMDb is this. After swapping bodies with a deranged serial killer, a young girl in high school discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, no, definitely definitely on the spooky side for this one. Uh, yeah, because he's a murderer. Yes, he is a murderer. Um it came out November 13th, 2020, kind of like you said, mm-hmm. and then it was made available on premium VOD on December 4th, which is, you know, where you can rent it for $20. Yeah. We would never rent a movie for $20. No, we just did. Yeah, we did just rent Barb and Star go to Vista tomorrow, <laughs> which I think we're doing next week for $20. Um, yeah, so this movie is made on a budget of $6 million. Uh, its box office return in this pandemic right now is... $15 million, so it's already kind of made its money back and then some. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good for it. Um, but it was on premium VOD for a while. It's now available to like buy digitally or probably on Blu-ray maybe um, to rent for like five ninety nine, which is how we watched it. Uh, probably raking in some cash though, because uh, we'll get into it in a second. Uh, right now, actually, 
Rotten Tomato score is 83% critic, 80% audience. So, like, people are liking this one. Yeah, I also enjoyed it. Yeah, um, it's just a fun... It's a fun time, it's funny, and there's a little bit of murder in it. Yeah. It's like a perfect mix. I'd argue there's a decent bit of murder in it. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's like a good cocktail of Um, murder and comedy. Yeah. And Vince Vaughn. And Vince Vaughn, (laughs) Catherine Newton, both of them are great. Also has Alan Ruck, who you guys might recognize from Succession. That's probably his most most well known no, role. No, he is Cameron from he's Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I definitely I didn't him. just learn that. Uh, yeah, a he's couple an days idiot. ago. He's a dumbass. It's fine. Um, but yeah, like you said, like Vince Vaughn, Catherine Newton. Uh, when it comes to like these body swap movies, um, the two leads, the the body swappies and the swappers, um, are probably the most important. Uh, not pr- they're definitely the most important, but I would say they carry a little bit more importance compared to like other movies of this caliber, you know, because like they're expected to do a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like Vince Vaughn, he both has to be the lead of this movie. I mean, the lead is Catherine Newton's character, but for a majority of the movie, she's in his body. Mm-hmm. So Vince Vaughn has to be the lead, but also like play the scary serial killer, and then also um make it funny and enjoyable for us that a what 17 year old girl 16 year old girl is in the body of a um tall big serial killer yeah so um it there's a a a fun aspect with that and um kind of a lot goes into it i was actually thinking with freaky friday like the 2003 one Mm -hmm. um it's like a perfect uh you know you make a movie and you're like okay who are we making this for it's a demographic and maybe like pixar makes a movie for kids but obviously, like, they know parents need to watch it as well. So they make the movie enjoyable. They make it a good movie. They make it fun and a good time. And parents like it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Freaky Friday has both the angsty teenager mm-hmm. who hates her life. Mm-hmm. Um, her mom's ruining her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, screaming, playing punk, pop punk music. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of that stuff, and, uh, you know, the point is for, like, teens to relate with that yes. in some way. And then you have the mom, who is just doing her best, going through a tough time, um, wants her daughter to love her, but doesn't know what to do. Maybe doesn't quite understand her daughter, um, but it doesn't know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and that's that's fun for parents. And then you, you're in this kind of movie, you're getting the, uh, you're fulfilling, like, everyone's wish that, like, their mom knows what they're going through Mm -hmm. or the mom's like, I just wish my daughter could know what I'm going through. And you kind of get that, that play, um, on, I guess like expectations and like, all right, people go and it's a good time for everyone because of that aspect, you know? Yeah. Okay. So to get to my point, I'm just trying to say that while freaky Friday, 2003, was like, Great for, you know, moms or, or, or kids and parents, you know, alike. This movie is finally a movie for serial killers, you know? Like, Ooh, everyone's like... good point. So, listen, that's why they made so many Freaky Fridays. Because, like, only the teens of the 2003s could relate to that specific Freaky Friday. So, we get why they've made now three to plus adaptations. We don't know what's going on in the cinema world. But now it's one for the murderers. You're completely right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And I just, I think it's great that, you know, a serial killer can watch this movie and be like, finally, they get me. Representation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, and, you know, teenage girls, they get it again. You know, they always get it. Except that she's not as angsty in this one as she is in Freaky Friday. Like, the teenage girl isn't as angsty, which is different. 
That's true. Nice She's up. just like a sad teen. Yeah, you know, we're we're in twenty twenty. Sad teens, I think, um, are pretty representative. True. Yep. That's true. All right. Um, so uh, this movie premiered um, at Beyond Fest, which is a festival focused on horror, um, on October eighth, twenty twenty, our birthday. Um, which was very fun. Uh, I read an article on The Wrap by Lawrence Yee, which kind of talked about how the the premiere of this movie was um, really exciting, kind of how it knocked it out of the park. So it premiered at like a drive-in at the end of this festival. Hmm. And because it's like a horror festival and um, and stuff, uh, the director, Christopher Landon, like there was a pre-recorded video before it played. And they were like, we made this for you guys, you know, for fans of the genre and everything. Mm-hmm. Um which I thought was kind of interesting to bring up because this movie is like a, um, it's kind of paying its respects to slashers that came before it, you know, mm-hmm. scream, uh, I think a little bit of Halloween and stuff like that. Like you kind of get that vibe. I don't know. You don't know. Cause you're not a, you're nope. not a fan. <laughs> not but, um, no, I think that's interesting. Cause you know, when you're making a movie like this, you, you have those things to point back to and say like, Hey, did you like scream? Well, this gives you the same vibes. Um, I mentioned that he's the same director as Happy Death Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, some someone asked him in an interview if, or fans have been asking him if uh, the Happy Death Day and Freaky universes are shared, and he said they definitely share the same DNA. And there's a good chance Millie and Tree, who is the Happy Death Day protagonist, will bump into each other someday. So we talked about the Dark Universe last last week, and now we're getting like a Landon universe. I'm sorry, who named their daughter Tree? I don't know. Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't fucking understand. Look, we're gonna talk about Happy Death Day eventually. I think because I think that'll be a really fun one to talk about, and I love those time loop movies. Um, so we'll talk about the name of Tree then. Okay, great. Um, and also Jason Bloom, uh, owner or whoever runs Bloom House, um, does uh entertain the idea of a freaky sequel. So that kind of shows this movie's kind of been successful enough. People are liking it. They'll throw six million more dollars into it and bring you another one. Yeah, and make triple the what it, what it costs them to do. Now, have you read on my document what the working title of this movie was? Yes. Okay, well, I was going to say it then. Freaky Friday the 13th, which I really wish they would have done, but maybe there were like legal reasons they decided not to do that or something. I mean, it, it the idea of it is good because it does happen on like a Friday the 13th, but also... I was good with Freaky. It was short and sweet. I thought that was cool, honestly. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like both of them, but Freaky is, you know, short and sweet. A little bit more original than Freaky Friday the 13th. Um, cool, cool. Well, I think that, that really covers everything I kind of wanted to bring up um, for the general information and kind of marketing section of this. So do you want to talk about the trailer now? Um, what do you think of the trailer? This is actually kind of an interesting one. The trailer showed a lot. Yeah. And I didn't love that because I think there would have been some really fun parts like uh, Vince Vaughn is like doing this cheer thing that she does for school. And you see that. It's like, I don't want to see that. I want to go in and like experience it and not know it's coming. And then they're like all the murders are caught right there in the trailer. Yeah, you do show a lot of the murders. It's like too much for you're trying to be like a spooky movie. And like, I know it's also kind of a comedy, but like. Just let just less experience the spooks. What I did kind of like in the trailer, which wasn't present in the movie at all, was like the breaking the third wall or the fourth wall. My bad, breaking the fourth wall um, narration. Like, hey, I'm Millie. I'm a shy girl. 
Um, if this was a horror movie, I'd be the first one to die. And then it cuts to the killer. Yeah. Like, I thought that was kind of a fun moment of the trailer. And then it's like, and then we switched bodies. Ooh. It was very clear about what it was, which I thought was cool. And it did, the tone at least came across in the trailer. Like, the slightly comedic, not slightly, very comedic, um, very slashery, very gory kind of movie. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I like that trailer. Uh, I did want to bring up the tagline before we move on to our marketing ideas. And it's called, it's a body swap that cuts deep. Got him. <laughs> Got him, I guess. Dab on him. Okay, don't don't dab on him too hard, you 24-year-old. You might kill him. That should have been one of the murders in this movie. Okay, is that your marketing idea? Is the dab, dab murder in the trailer? Okay, no, I didn't say I was going to kill them. I'm just dabbing because oh. my okay. idea is so good. Okay, okay. You're just so 2000 and late. I don't know how to explain dabbing to you, sir. I know. what I remember okay, when well, you explained dabbing to me in your dorm room. At Georgia College, you showed me the Squidward video, and I was like, that's very <laughs> funny. Okay, well, you do it, you know, something good happens, you dab, and you just aren't, okay. We no, I know, you don't have to explain, okay, well, you're I, making, well, I don't know why. you're going to make the teens think we're not cool. Okay, well, you're the one who, I just don't, okay, well, it seemed like you didn't understand, I was trying no, to No, I know what a dab is. Okay. I'm past dabs, dabs are so old Okay, now. so good marketing idea is you just murder people. Just really <laughs> murder people? I think, I don't know, you guys from Vince Vaughn there. Everyone loves Vince Vaughn. Make him do some crazy shit. I don't know. Oh, you know what's cool is those knives that look like knives, but then you push them down and they go in, they go into the knife, yeah. the fake knife. That'd be cool if he went around like he was going to kill people. Uh, it's like, hey, I'm Vince Vaughn. And then he you know, fake stabs them. And they're like, what? And he's like, I'm going to be doing a movie called Freaky. That's you like Billy on the street, but Vincey on the street. Nope. Has anybody ever called Vince Vaughn Vincey? Probably. You shouldn't. <laughs> you have like, you know, Quincy, um, okay, Da Vinci. What, what, what's your idea? Vince. What's your idea? <laughs> My idea. I think that Catherine Newton and Vince Vaughn should have like, you know, gone on their talk shows, done their Zoom talk show, um, late night show appearances, but as each other. I think that would have been fun. That'd been amazing. Like Vince Vaughn could have talked about Catherine Newton's re- recent movie. She literally had a movie come out like this weekend called... Um, the map of perfect of tiny perfect things. The names get, I might be wrong on the name. It's a weird name. Um, but she was on that. So Vince Vaughn's like, yeah, I got this new movie coming out. The map of tiny, the tiny map of perfect things or something. Go check me out on it. I might look a little different. Interesting. I do actually think that's a decent idea. Yeah, me too. Well, that's why you said it. <laughs> um, uh, well, I obviously would have shown less in the trailer. Um, obviously. Uh, let's see. I don't know. You don't know. Um, I think that there should have been some sort of Freaky Friday promotion. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Like, they should have done something to cross-promote Freaky Friday with this. And I don't know if Disney would have allowed that, since apparently Freaky Friday is a Disney movie, which I'm, like, also just now learning. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, um, you're but, right. If they allowed it, it'd be funny if, like, Vince Vaughn showed up, or the girl showed up, and, like, she starts murdering them, and, like, Vince Vaughn's like, no, stop, my body. Okay, what if you do a short, a short film, okay, with Vince Vaughn? Okay, I'm waiting for more. Okay, um, it's in the the universe of Freaky, you know, he's a serial killer, 
Um, it's before the events of this movie. Um, he's killed a couple of people, you know, but you get bored of killing sometimes. Don't you? Um, no, not really. Oh, but... okay. You don't. <laughs> um, so he's like, you know, what? I should settle down and find love. So he gets on um, Bumble or Hinge, whichever one would like to offer us advertisement money. Um, okay. Maybe Match.com. I don't know. And he meets someone. He meets a woman who got married about 17 years ago. Uh, it didn't really work out like she thought it would. They kind of rushed into the marriage because of her daughter and everything. Um, they got divorced like after a year. She's been looking for love ever since. He goes and meets her at a restaurant. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, well. And he's like, you know what I'm saying. It's like a little first date. A cute first date with serial killer Vince Vaughn and, and Lindsay Lohan's mom, Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, I don't love that idea, but I do think they should have had like cameos in the movie because people would be talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, oh my God, I cannot believe that they are in this movie. That's so cool. Um, even though it's not even the original one, so I don't know how well that really works. Yeah, they're actually, I mean, they're loosely based on the same idea, but you can't actually copy or steal too much from it, unfortunately. Because I would just steal everything from Freaky Friday. Why? Like, Lindsay Lohan wrote a cool pop punk song for Freaky Friday, or recorded it. Have Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton write a nice pop punk duet. You know, Remembering Sunday, All Time Low. Now you got Remembering Friday. Freaking Friday by, um... <laughs> What's her band name? What's oh, her band Catherine name? Newton and Vince Vaughn's band name is, um... The Body Swappers? Vincey Newton and nope. the... And the... And the... And the Lose. Nope. Vincey Newton and the Losers. Can we please talk about the next movie? <laughs> Okay, the next movie is Freaky Friday, directed by Mark Waters, and it's an overworked mother and her daughter do not get along. When they switch bodies, each is forced to adapt to the other's life for one freaky Friday. What a synopsis. Wow. Um, Came out August 6th of 2003. Um, Can I point out something real quick? Yeah. This movie came out on Wednesday, August 6th, 2003. Wednesday, Wednesday releases are very rare. Movies come out on Friday. Why the fuck did Freaky Friday not come out on a Just Friday? switch it up, swap swap the days. But that's not how it okay, works. Okay, you do it on a Wednesday because then people are like, oh, it's Freaky Friday, let's go see this movie. It's been out and some people say it's decent. I mean, I get why Wednesday releases happen, but there, there's a reason that they're not the norm for movie releases. Okay, well... Uh, d- Go ask him then. It came out 17 years ago, 18 years ago. Go ask him. Not me. Anyways, <laughs> uh, budget was $20 million. Weekend opening was $22 million. <laughs> Domestic was alive. $110 million. International was $50 million. Uh, worldwide was $160 million because when you add them up, that's what it equals. See, I'm doing Logan's part, but a lot faster and better. Okay, I don't um, know if listen, better is the right... So okay. let's also talk about how international was a lot less than domestic. That doesn't happen a lot. This is something Logan would say. Um, you could I maybe argue it, that this movie was very distinctly American. Uh, see, see what I'm saying? Um, and that's why that would happen. You're That's... glossing over what I like. What I like to think are my valuable insights into the marketing <laughs> world of movies. Okay, great. So, uh, 
Rotten Tomatoes, 88 critic, 57 audience. You have to pause here because does that not shock you? Audiences are stupid. I mean, 80, I am surprised it's 88, but listen, I get it because I am not a critic. What would you call me? I'm not a critic. I'm a, an elite film watcher. You're a podcaster. Okay. I'm an elite film watcher. I'm like an elite film watcher. I'm saying that with the critics say I usually pretty much Every agree time with. I ask you to watch a movie, you groan and say, can we please watch and the guess OC? What? My, my opinions are closer related to usually the critics. Um, because I am, again, it's not elite. It's something Elite's else I want to say. Elite's not the word. Avid? No, I don't think that's the word. Like, it's, I'm, I'm very posh. I don't know. Posh, okay. Um, cinema core score was A minus. Of course it was. Why wasn't it an A? I don't know. Or an A plus. But we'll take an A minus. We'll take it. I think that's a fair, fair point. Okay, so listen to this. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis got nominated for a Golden Globe for her performance in this movie. It was deserved. <laughs> Give this bitch an Oscar, honestly. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, don't read. Don't read this. I need to tell you this. Okay, I just read it. You didn't read the whole thing. Nope. So Lohan's, Lohan's character was originally written as a goth. Uh-huh. She didn't think anyone would relate to that and decided to... She didn't think anyone would relate to that. Okay? okay. So how would you describe how she dressed in this movie? Um, she's more of like the indie punk. I feel like she's very like, she like late nineties, early two thousands, uh, punk person, but not too extreme. She's still mainstream. Her hair's not like super crazy. Just highlights. Uh, I I mean a true punk is really like. The Ramones, the leather jacket, the pink green spikes. So I would call her like 50% punk. Okay. This is how this was phrased. Okay. She did not think anyone would, would relate to that and decided to dress in a preppy style for her audition. The character ended up being rewritten as such. Preppy? It's not preppy. I don't think, you, I don't think they know what preppy means. Yeah, that's definitely not. I mean, the preppy girl was her bully who wore pink and dresses and skirts and curled her hair and then pushed her over. Yeah. Just really beat her up. Okay. (laughs) Um, This was uh, also really interesting to me because this movie came out in 2003. You know, I saw it probably when it came out or when it was like on TV around the time. Mm -hmm. I was seven to eight to nine years old, probably the first time I saw this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember enjoying it. But at that time to me, Jamie Lee Curtis is a mom. Yeah. She's a mom. That's what that's all she is to me. Since then, that's probably what I've mainly seen her as, is like the mom in Freaky Friday. Uh-huh. Uh, David Anson of Newsweek wrote that the most startling metamorphosis in Curtis's transformation from fading horror flick, fading horror flick queen to dazzling comedian. So, I don't... I'm only aware that she was in Halloween, mm-hmm. like the 1978 version, and, you know, it's a classic horror movie. She's known for being like one of those classic you know women leads in a horror movie and everything um apparently though this movie you know 20 years later Mm -hmm. um according to this guy is when she started to shift from that into something different um which i think is an interesting uh well did she was she in other horror stuff did you check out her page i didn't fully check out her page but i do i mean if this guy's writing that this is uh this is when it happened i think that um it's an interesting case that, like, it's almost like Adam Sandler being in Uncut Gems. Yeah. We're like, oh, this guy is doing this really weird, like, serious movie. It's 
um, something like that. It, and then his or her great performance cemented her as like someone that could do this really well, you know? Yeah, she is very good at the comedian thing. Uh, she's Jess's mom in New Girl. And, and she does like Oh my all, God, you're right. She does all this other stuff. I mean, it can't even name it. I just feel like you see her. But I guess this was kind of like her big comedic moment. Yeah, she really, um, I guess, uh, shocked a lot of socks off. Well, next, what were you saying next? <laughs> um, I just wanted to point out that, and I said this earlier, but Lohan recorded the song Ultimate for the soundtrack, which is uh, played at the wedding at the end of the movie and then throughout the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said this on this podcast before. I'll say it again. I love it when a movie has like its own song, a song that's like meant for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you get to sell that song outside of the movie. You get to use the movie to sell the song. You can make a mu- you get those music videos that are like made with footage from the movie and everything. Yeah, it's always fun stuff. So I just kind of love that this movie had that as well. Um, all right, so you want to talk about the trailer really quick? Okay, trailer um, showed a lot from like the beginning of the movie and not as much in the middle, and I don't hate that. It was weird because it's very like the beginning of the film heavy, uh, but like. I don't know what happened at all during the second half of that movie, uh, in the trailer. And that's I like it that way, honestly. Yeah, no, it um spends a lot of time on the setup at the beginning and like mm-hmm. you know setting up the the annoying brother, um, the relationship oh, between what an idiot that brother is. <laughs> <laughs> um, the relationship between the mom and the daughter. Uh, you get the bad boy boyfriend on the motorcycle. Oh yeah, Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. His little goatee in this movie. Not even a goatee. It's like the <laughs> patch right under his lower lip. But it doesn't even God. touch the chin. Can't reach the he chin He also yet. was the love interest in a Cinderella story. and But he's like, you know, got the shaved head. Those movies, These kid movies came out around the same time. Uh, and Mean Girls. When did Mean Girls come out? 2003? Um, mean Girls was 2005? Six or It was after this. It was 100% after this movie. Uh. One time my mom was like, hey, your aunt's going to get you a movie for uh, your birthday. Would you rather have Mean Girls or Cinderella Story? And I was like, uh, I what don't know. What did you say? I said, well, I said I didn't know. There's the right answer here and there's a the wrong answer. Well, I think I might have said Mean Girls or I might have said both. And my mom was like, wow, I'm surprised you didn't just say a Cinderella Story. But I end up getting both. Oh. So uh, that was good because well, they you- were both good movies. And... Uh, I mean, Chad Michael Murray was, like, the the hunk of the 2000s, I guess. That was kind of, like, his thing. Was he really? He was. He was in, like, a movie where he has, like, a freaking prince, too, or something. I don't know. I mean... I just can't get over the... Well, he doesn't have long hair like that in any of the other The long hair is not an issue for me. It's the lower lip facial hair. Well, he, didn't ha- he doesn't have that either. That's just for this, this one thing. Okay, 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 okay. You just don't get it. You weren't. You weren't. No, I don't get a it. I, I wasn't a seven-year-old girl in two thousand three. Um, cool. So, do you have any? Do you have any fun, cool, wacky, or or should I say freaky marketing ideas for this film? You want to hear my marketing idea? I guess it's wild. I don't know if it's something that could actually happen. I think it should have come out on a Friday. Okay, I mean, yeah, maybe a Thursday night, Friday does make more sense. It does make more sense. Um, so, yeah, that's my main idea. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have anything else. I mean, I, I obviously want to do stuff with the song. I mean, I know vinyl probably was, like, not uh, 
popular in 2003, you know? Yeah, there's no way it was popular. (laughs) And it hadn't come back yet, like it hasn't um, in our day and age. Uh, So maybe I would have released, like, some... uh, You know, I would have been a a trailblazer at the time and released vinyl. A vinyl, a, a 45 of Ultimate by Lindsay Lohan. No one even cares about the song. Everyone likes, get up, get out. That song... (laughs) <laughs> you just don't even know um, It's really cool Because like Jamie Lee Curtis Trained Like learned how to play That solo on guitar When she played it on the side Oh really? Yeah Honestly like And Lindsay Lohan Also trained on guitar For like a year before this movie I would have loved Like some uh, Some web Behind series the I was thinking Some web series Like guitar tutorials From Lohan and, and Curtis You know Interesting I would have loved that Well Let's see Hmm. It is a Friday. Should have been coming out on a Friday. Yeah, I keep saying it. Uh, I think they should have released that song that they did. I mean, maybe it is released. That song slaps, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say yeah a lot. Yeah. Go on, get out. You just have to know the song. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> it's just them saying opposite things. It's not even like when you think about it. It's not even a very well written song. It doesn't matter. Oh, no. It slaps. No, it does slap. It's very American hi-fi, and I love that. Um, you know, it's been cool. Is well, they played it like a battle of the bands. It would have been cool if like they play again. That song slaps. If they would have like had a mini tour or something like that. I want to say, like, they played at, like, Homecomings or something stupid, but that just doesn't feel right. Maybe, Maybe malls, like how Britney Spears started out, you know? Oh, yeah, that would have been cool. Uh, and then, like, that's how they really promote it. Everyone knows the song before you even see the movie. I mean, you're like, wow. Like, a mall tour would be really cool. Like, I mean, in the 90s, Sega went on a mall tour for, like, the Genesis and everything. Or not the Genesis. Oh, wait, yeah, the Genesis. They went on a mall tour for that, you know, and they were showing it to kids all across the nation. Do it with Lindsay Lohan playing her song. And get Jamie Lee Curtis. Get her to do solo. So that's yeah. what I want to see. I think it been, that would have been pretty fun. Pretty cool. Um, remember when the grandpa and the dad will switch bodies? Oh, man. <laughs> the grandpa, the grandpa and, the and the son and the kid. And the kid, yeah. That's what we need to see. I want to see what would have happened if they did switch bodies. This, like, seven-year-old boy and then this 70-year-old grandpa. You know what I'm surprised hasn't been made yet? What? Um, like a Freaky Friday sequel, but it's more like... It's like the, um, the sequel slash reboot, kind of like what Ghostbusters is doing now. But with men? Well, no, like... Like, the Ghostbusters, that was supposed to come out this summer, but got delayed and hasn't come out yet. It has, like, Finn Wolfhard in it and everything. Um, it's, like a, it's like a sequel to Ghostbusters. Like, it's mm-hmm. in the same universe. It's just, like, 30 years in the future. I don't think of another movie that's done that reason. I mean, like, Rocky. You know, like, Rocky did it. Or you have Creed now, so it's like a sequel. Okay, so who would switch bodies in this? Well, like, Jamie Lee Curtis's... Or, or no, it'd be Lindsay Lohan's daughter and Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I love that. I love when people do that. Yeah, I will say the grandpa would be fucking dead <laughs> by that point, son. Hey, that's not happening. Um, yeah, so what about this? What do you think about inducing a large-scale but safe earthquake? Making everyone <laughs> think that they switch bodies. Now, that's a good point. And 
Well, I guess it only happens certain locations. So you'd have to like pick a place, like a coffee shop. Like when they did that one coffee shop prank where like the woman's like <gasps> up against the wall oh, and the, the tables the, are going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But it's uh just but and the, the there's always a grandpa guy there going, Earthquake <laughs> <laughs> And then it's like, Ha gotcha, uh Freaky Friday. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Think about the sign. Think about the kind of cell phones you had at this time, you know? Ringtones were the shit. Yeah. In two, I'm guessing in 2003. You buy your ringtone on your little ringtone store, you get it. I think you get a little ringtone of the grandpa screaming earthquake. Okay. You get a ringtone of Jamie Lee Curtis screaming. I like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. That one's good. The grandpa screaming earthquake is mediocre. Um, I don't know what other phrase you'd use, but you're right. The, Another one where they're like, get up, get out. Yeah. Move on, move on. Uh, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> Hey, that's how you treat me on this podcast all the time. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I think that's a good point to wrap up on. What do you think? Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, this has been uh, take 15, another, another little landmark for us, or milestone. Wow. Um, of the Marketer's Cut. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Marketer's Cut. You can find the podcast anywhere you can find podcasts or on YouTube. Learn more at marketerscut.com. I want to thank Jacob Wall for his art. Find more of his work on Instagram at Jacob Art Wall. Um, I want to not thank anyone who doesn't like Catherine Newton's work. I'm just kidding. You actually might be one of our only listeners. So I want to thank you too. You know who you are. Um, it's my mom. <laughs> oh, no. I'm thinking of Darius who doesn't like Catherine Newton's. Oh. Does he even listen to our episodes? He's listened to a couple and texted okay. me about them. Well, so probably not going to listen to this one for a while, huh? It's <laughs> just my mom. Like. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's our, our show. Um, Alyssa likes to do a thing where, you know, we bought a new mic when we started the show. We're on episode 15, 15 now. <laughs> so it's not the newest mic anymore, but she still feels like she needs to get more value out of it than you, just by, on yeah. our one podcast. Yeah. So she... Um, does cool sound work, some Foley work at the end of every episode. <laughs> and she's going to do something special for you guys now to finish this one off. Okay, so I've been playing with these, uh, <laughs> these, uh, what are they called? Coasters. Coasters. R- I've been messing with these <laughs> coasters for like the last 30 minutes. And so I'm going to make a no- metronome for anyone who just doesn't have one and needs it, okay? Is that how much do, it hey, do, do it some more. Do it some more. Okay, okay, okay. Get up. Get out. <laughs> I don't know the words. I, you're wrong. I'm right. Yes, I said that. I'm right. Uh, take me away. Yeah, Freaky Friday. You ruined, you ruined my whole bunch of something. You ruined it. All right, that was our episode. See, see you guys next week. Yeah, unless we die.